Come along, children. Now we're going to have a little music, like old times. Look, now I'll start the melody on the organ. It's Spare the Rock with Bill and Ella. It's Spare the Rock and sometimes Liam. It's Spare the Rock time. It's time for Spare the Oh, hello, it's me, Lloyd H. Miller of the Deedle Deedle Dees. Guest DJing for Spare the Rock, Spoil the Child. I'll be right back to tell you my agenda after this classic track from Bob DeRoe and Schoolhouse Rock. Woo, you sure gotta climb a lot of steps to get to this Capitol building here in Washington. Well, I wonder who that sad little scrap of paper is. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill Well, it's a long, long journey to the capital city It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee But I know I'll be a law someday At least I hope and pray that I will But today I am still just a bill Hey, Bill, you certainly have a lot of patience and courage. Well, I got this far. When I started, I wasn't even a bill. I was just an idea. Some folks back home decided they wanted a law passed, so they called their local congressman, and he said, you're right, there ought to be a law. And he sat down and wrote me out and introduced me to Congress, and I became a bill. And I'll remain a bill until they decide to make me a law. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. I got as far as Capitol Hill Well, now I'm stuck in committee And I'll sit here and wait While a few key congressmen discuss and debate Whether they should let me be a law I hope and pray that they will But today I'm still just a bill Congressman arguing. Is all that discussion and debate about you? Yeah, I'm one of the lucky ones. Most bills never even get this far. I hope they decide to report on me favorably, otherwise I may die. Die? Yeah, die in committee. Oh, but it looks like I'm gonna live. Now I go to the House of Representatives and they vote on me. If they vote, yes, what happens? Then I go to the Senate and the whole thing starts all over again. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And if they vote for me on Capitol Hill, well then I'm off to the White House where I'll wait in a line with a lot of other bills for the president to sign. And if he signs me, then I'll be along. I hope and pray that he will, but today I am still just a bill. You mean even if the whole conversation should be a law, the president can still say no? Yes, that's called a veto. The president vetoes me, I have to go back to Congress and they vote on me again, and by that time you're so By that time, it's very unlikely that you become a law. It's not easy to become a law, is it? No, but how I hope and pray that I will, but today I am still just a bill. He signed your bill, now you're a law. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! (laughs) 
Who else knows that entire track by heart? This is Lloyd H. Miller, leader of the Deedle Deedle Dees, guest DJ for Spare the Rock, Spoil the Child this week, coming to you from our flagship station, KUTX. You can find it online at KUTX.org. Today's show is going to be celebrating the work of Bob Durow and also the work of Daniel Johnston. Why? Well, those are the two artists that are going to be presented, that are going to be celebrated at the show that Spare the Rock is putting on at South by Southwest this year. That show is happening on Saturday, March 19th. I'm going to give you some more specifics of that pretty soon, but I want to get right back into the music. Here is another classic Bob tune, this one about the number zero. Zero? Yeah. Zero is a wonderful thing. In fact, zero is my hero. How can zero be a hero? Well, there are all kinds of heroes, you know. A man can get to be a hero for a famous battle he fought. Or by studying very hard and becoming a weightless astronaut. And then there are heroes of other sorts, like the heroes we know from watching sports. But a hero doesn't have to be a grown-up person, you know. A hero can be a very big dog who comes to your rescue. Or a very little boy who's smart enough to know what to do. But let me tell you about my favorite hero. Did you ever stop to think about Zero? Zero is fantastic. Why, without the concept of Zero, we'd never be able to multiply, divide, add, subtract, or even to count very high. My hero, Zero. Such a funny little hero. But till you came along, we counted on our fingers and toes. Now you're here to stay. Nobody really knows how wonderful you are Why we could never reach a star Without you, Zero, my hero How wonderful you are What's so wonderful about a zero? It's nothing, isn't it? Sure, it represents nothing alone But place a zero after one And you've got yourself a ten See how important that is When you run out of digits You can start all over again See how convenient that is That's why with only ten digits Including zero You can count as high as you could ever go Forever Towards infinity No one ever gets there But you could try With ten billion zeros From the cavemen till the heroes Who invented you they counted on their fingers and toes And maybe some sticks and stones or rocks and bones And their neighbor's toes You're here And nobody really knows How wonderful you are Why we could never reach the star Without you, Zero, my hero Zero How wonderful you are Place one zero after any number And you've multiplied that number by ten See how easy that is Place two zeros after any number And you've multiplied that number by 100 See how simple that is Place three zeros after any number And you've multiplied that number by 1000 Etc, etc Ad infinitum Ad astra Forever and ever With zero My hero How wonderful you are Oh, 
about some ladies that changed all of our lives. Bowl and help Magic Johnson beat Larry Bird. Pilot a jet, 
save the world Come home as everyone's favorite son Have a dream that you dream alone Maybe that's why I love to vote My mom would let me poke the holes In that little paper card We'd talk at home with my grandma About who was on the ballot and what they thought So about fourth grade, I knew them all I could argue with anyone I thought I was just a guy Who could sort out all over Edmund Pettus Bridge with John Lewis on that Sunday. I wish I would have known when I was a kid just how hard it was for so many people to do the simple thing that for me was a childhood game. The polling place was a place to dream. Should be the same for everyone. We are free. We believe in love. But if we don't fight are just words I thought about Susan B. Anthony and Lucy Stone who fought for women when they couldn't vote. I heard Fannie Lou Hamer singing her songs when I went out that day with my kid and a baby Bjorn to the school near my house in the pre-dawn there was a line of people in my big city home and I knew everyone was there Yeah. 
lucha está presente. valiente que lucha por defender a los pobres y a por todos los lugares que oye tu nombre Dolores quiero terminar cantando los versos de esta canción que viva Dolores Huertas que lucha con devoción viva Dolores Huertas orgullo de nuestra gente viva la mujer del campo en la lucha está presente, viva Dolores Huerta, orgullo de nuestra gente, viva la mujer del campo, en la lucha está presente. Yes, this is Lloyd H. Miller of the Deedle Deedle Dees, your guest host for Spare the Rock, Spoil the Child, coming to you from our flagship station, KUTX. You can find it online at KUTX.org. That was children's music legend Jose Luis Orozco with his educational song about Dolores Huerta, the great labor activist. How did I get there? Let me tell you how. This show is a celebration of the work of Bob DeRoe and Daniel Johnston. These two artists, why these two? Well, these are the two artists who are being featured and celebrated in the show that Spare the Rock is putting on at this year's South by Southwest. That show is happening on Saturday, March 19th. I'm going to give you more details very soon, but let me explain my thinking in that little set I put together. It started off with a song by Bob DeRoe called My Hero Zero. Bob DeRoe has songs about history, he has songs about math, he has songs about grammar. He's a real pioneer in educational music for kids that's very singable and really enjoyable. It was a big part of my childhood. I said, you know what, I'm going to follow that up with a song, a very current song by the great rapper Fuch. It's about black women in history, it features the vocals of Reese Palmer and other artists, and... I just love that thought. Wasn't that a great song, Black Women in History? Um, it just has such a great groove to it, and it, there's so much information in it. I was envious. As the leader of the Deedle Deedle Dees, a band that is known for packing our songs with information, I was like, Fuge has me outdone. How, how, could I, <laughs> how could it be more singable and more educational than that? His song mentions Fannie Lou Hamer, who's also one of my heroes, I decided to follow it up with a song by the Deedle Deedle Dees called Voting With My Mom that's about my personal experience of my mom taking me to go vote, but also about some of the civil rights leaders in America's history who have brought us where we are today, without whom we couldn't be where we are as a people. And then I followed that up with a song by somebody who I feel like is often unfairly overlooked in the world of children's music, another pioneer in educational music, Jose Luis Orozco. That's his song. I apologize if you don't speak Spanish and you didn't understand a word he said. I'm sure that there are many Spanish speakers in your life who could translate that song for you. In brief, it's the story of Dolores Huerta, a great labor activist who co-founded the Farm Workers Association with Cesar Chavez, somebody the Deedle Deedle Dees also have a song about. It's this great thread of people who want to celebrate history and who want to educate. That's what Bob DeRoe is part of, and that's what that whole set was about. <sighs> Ta-da! 
I'm going to Knoxville, going to Knoxville, going to Knoxville to see my lady there. I'm going to Knoxville to see my lady there. She lives in Fountain City, she wears daisies in her hair. There is no one finer, nor is there one sweet. I've searched the world and I'm sure she's the only girl for me. I'm going to Knoxville, going to Knoxville, going to Knoxville to see my lady there. Well, I'm heading south to Knoxville to see the one I love. Her kisses are like sunshine rain down from above She's all I ever wanted, more than I ever need Down on my knee I make my plea and bring her home to me I'm going to Knoxville, going to Knoxville Going to Knoxville to see my lady there
Spoil the Child. I'm Lloyd H. Miller of the Deedle Deedle Dees. Your guest DJ, Spare the Rock, comes from our flagship station, KUTX, which you can find online at KUTX.org. That was a track by Future Hits and the Power of Discovery called We Can Learn Anything. It's true, isn't it? I thought that song was apropos because right now I'm talking about the life, the music, the legacy of Bob DeRoe. Bob DeRoe is best known for creating schoolhouse rock, but he was a jazz musician who worked with Miles Davis. He's somebody who really believed in the power of music to educate and tell people stories. I'm playing his music. I'm also playing the music of other people who are working in that same tradition. Future Hits is very much in that tradition, and they're led by this great dude named Matt Barron, who I had the privilege of talking to in my basement a couple years ago. Why was I talking to him in my basement? I was interviewing him because I was supposed to be part of a show that was focused on Bob DeRoe and Daniel Johnston. Sound familiar? Yes, I mentioned it earlier. This year at South by Southwest, Spare the Rock is presenting a show which is celebrating the music of Bob DeRoe and Daniel Johnston. But that show was supposed to happen in March 2020, and I was supposed to play it. Like most things that were supposed to happen in March 2020, the show got canceled. That's okay. I'm glad the show's happening. I'm sorry I can't be a part of it this year, but it's going to be amazing. I'm going to give you the details soon. But you know what I'm going to do first? I'm going to play you the interview that I did with Matt Barron two years ago that was supposed to air back then when the show was going to happen, but then I just... Kept it on my computer for when the show would happen. The show has finally happened. And so I'm very excited to share with you this interview with Matt Barron of Future Hits, a great educational rock band for kids. Matt Barron met Bob DeRoe, and they developed this relationship and started writing songs together. I'm so jealous. The whole story is here. Here's the interview I did. So I am sitting here, spare the rock, spoil the child, with Matt Barron. Um, this is Lloyd H. Miller. How you doing, Matt? I'm fine, Lloyd. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We're sitting here in my basement in Brooklyn, New York, um, while Matt is in town for some shows. Matt, you know, as you know, this show is a kind of a tribute show to Bob DeRoe. We're playing music of his. We're playing music related to him. Um, you had a special relationship with him. How did that come about? How did you guys meet? And how did you guys be... I understand you guys became friends? You became friends with Bob DeRoe 
Tell me about that. We met just a couple years ago at Kindicom at the breakfast table. We were both trying to find something to eat and just chatted up. And a few minutes later, he was up on stage as the keynote speaker, Bob Duro, talking about Schoolhouse Rock. And I didn't know who he was, naively. And after that, I just connected with him. And we started some email correspondence and then started calling one another a little bit. And I visited him out in the Delaware Water Gap about a year or so later and we had a great lunch and I brought my guitar and I had asked him if I could play him a couple tunes and he agreed and we went to his house and I played him a couple tunes and it was really sweet of him. He gave me some nice compliments and then after I played a song called the There 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 song, he told me that he had written a song or excuse me, he had a title for a song forever called 222 and he said, I am bestowing it onto you and I said well how does this sound Bob I will write a song called 222 and call it 222 from me to you and what ended up happening was I hadn't written the song and about a almost a year later I was coming out to New York for a show and I had a couple open dates on the calendar and I had a light bulb go off or turn on whichever is the right way to say that and I called up Bob and said hey Bob what if I came out to the Delaware Water Gap to your home and we wrote and recorded a song called 222 for me to you and he obliged that is amazing and what was your experience with bob's work before that did you grow up listening to schoolhouse rock watching it on saturday mornings i remember watching schoolhouse rock as a seventh grader in my social studies class and also as a kid and I knew of Schoolhouse Rock as an educational rock musician as well. Many people have referenced Schoolhouse Rock to me. And working in a school, I've actually used some of the songs in my classes or to show the kids, hey, check this out. Though my knowledge wasn't extremely extensive, I wasn't aware of the Blind Melon cover of Three is a Magic Number. <laughs> right. I wasn't really... It wasn't like a thing for me necessarily, though of course I knew of it in the zeitgeist and everything like that yeah i remember when that record came out that who else was on that it was blind melon did three is a magic number and that was a big moment that that album came out when i was in college and it was this a moment when everybody was like oh yeah this is this band that's like performing right now doing this song that i remember from when i was six mm -hmm. and did did you have that experience with that record come out was that no sort of that before was your time? Before my time yeah though an interesting story, I was on a flight back from New York actually after Hootenanny a couple of years ago and I was saying to a friend that I had run into on the plane, that's the Chicago way I guess, just running into someone from Chicago and I was mentioning that I had been working and talking with Bob Duro about some stuff and this woman sitting behind me said, hey I just worked with Bob Duro on something and she said, I manage Andrew Bird and we just invited him to open up for Andrew Bird at Radio City Music Hall, which Bob <laughs> did. And I had asked him about it later on, and he, he got a kick out of it and loved it. So that was my experience of a musician that I really respect and admire, kind of paying homage to Bob and inviting him as an opener and a guest at the Radio City Music Hall show that he played. So. And so the the song that you recorded with Bob, what 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 all did you guys do? Is that all that you did, or is there is there a whole like album that you guys stashed away? I wish it would have been nice to have done more with Bob. However, we wrote and recorded a song, and then we also recorded a future hits unreleased song called the There 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 song, which is the one that I played for Bob 
and sort of sparked everything when he said to me, oh, I have a song, Two Two Two. So we did Two 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 From Me to You. He and I each kind of had a rough concept, and I had a melody and some chords of it. And then he and I sat in his living room and wrote out the lyrics. And the engineer, Greg Tobler, set up a legitimate recording studio in Bob's home studio and we wrote the song in about an hour or so and then after an hour or two after sound checks and everything like that we we wrapped the song and then I was scrambling to try and get one more song recorded and so we did the there 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 song and Bob sang it with me so it was a two song affair and I would have loved to have done more with Bob but as we know Bob passed away shortly thereafter so it was just a really awesome experience for me and I believe for him as well. Would you be willing to play that song, that there, 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 there song for us? Sure. The there, there, there song is the one that kind of sparked it. And as I was saying a little bit earlier offline, the, the two, two, two song is, is quite long. It might be the longest kid song that I've ever written. And I think that has to do with Bob's jazz chops and everything like that. So I'll play the there, there, there song. It's a short one. And it goes like this. T-H-E-R-E They are over there T-H-E-I-R their smiles are big T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E They're my friends They're their, their song are big T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E They're my friends They're their their song They're their their song So that song sounded great. <laughs> that was I hadn't heard it before, so I was really that was really wonderful just sitting here listening to you play it. Thank you. It's always great to hear a song for the first time like in close quarters. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's such an amazing experience. Do you, would you be willing to play one more? Would you maybe play the song that you that you wrote with Bob, the to the 222 song? Oh my gosh, I would love to, Lloyd, but here's the secret. I haven't played the song since Bob and I recorded it, and I don't know if it's out of avoidance or kind of a creative block or anything like that and 
it kind of feels sacrilegious to do the song without Bob. So maybe I'll play a song whose chords evoke the song and sort of inspire the melody in my mind for the months, even leading up to the time when I called Bob to initiate this. The 222 melody had been in my head for a few months as an extension of this other future hit song that hasn't been recorded or released. Okay, that sounds great. Does that sound okay? Let's do that. Yeah. Okay, thanks. And then when you listen to the 222 from me to you studio version um, on the Future Hits website or our Spotify or YouTube, then you can compare and contrast and see that sounds how great. similar they are. So this is a marsupial from Australia. Everyone comes to look at me Everyone comes to see me I have the cutest face in town I have the thickest fur around Everyone comes to look at me They all bring their families I have the cutest face in town I have the thickest fur around Everyone comes to look at me They all take pictures of me face in town I have the thickest fur around What am I? I'm a koala I'm a koala I'm a koala So that song was also <laughs> that was that was incredible. I um, I I wasn't really expecting where it was going. And again, I didn't. It's a song I didn't know, so it was I was glad to like take that journey right here. <laughs> um, what would as just before we wrap up, what would you say, if anything, that you learned from Bob as a songwriter or from your experience with working him with him? Did you discover anything that you didn't know as a musician before? Yeah, I did. That's a great question. And what's so interesting about having worked with Bob, what I noticed most is the way he approaches things is really paradoxical because he takes things really seriously in terms of wanting to execute, but there's so much whimsy. And that's kind of how I like to be as well. I kind of saw that as an affirmation of somebody as established and revered as Bob that, yeah, it's important to really take it seriously because he kept saying I've never written and recorded a song this fast and 
as a Nirvana acolyte as a kid and things like that, more of that kind of sound. I'm like, no, we could just bang on a song and record it right now yeah. kind of thing. So I think also just knowing too, though, to get the level of craft that I want to aspire and get, I can take that sort of leadership that Bob showed me in terms of leading his own songwriting and really taking it seriously. Uh, that's one thing I took away from Bob is to make it truly wonderful. I, I, I'd like to take it a little bit more seriously as he did. Yeah, so just like to keep that, that element of whimsy, which is so obvious if you listen to any of his music, mm-hmm. but then to just like apply this like really serious craft to it. A lot of rigor just, in his work and his writing. That's great advice. I need to take that advice. <laughs> you know what they say, take my advice, I'm not using it. <laughs> Matt, thank you for talking with me. Right, H. Miller, you're a good man. Thank you. So that is my little chat with Matt Barron. That recording is just a small part of our larger conversation. Clearly, we had a lot in common. We had a lot to discuss about our creative process and about using music to educate. Isn't it so cool how he developed this relationship with Bob DeRoe? Bob DeRoe sadly passed away in 2018, and it's just amazing that he got to know him a little bit. Um, before Bob moved on. I got to meet Bob DeRoe once. The Deedle DLDs were playing in Bryant Park behind the New York Public Library, and it was a cold day. Like, I could barely take my gloves off to play my bass. Um, it was the anniversary of the Gettysburg Address, so I was wearing a Lincoln hat during one song, and it's a song that's it's on one of my albums uh, where I say the Gettysburg Address over music. Anyway, Bob Durow was there, and he did a set where he did a little bit of schoolhouse rock. It was kind of like, you know, I'm not going to do the hits. He mostly did jazz, and it was Christmas time, so he did some Christmas music, some Christmas jazz. It was amazing to meet him and just chat to him, and he was just very gracious and just talked about how good the band was and uh yeah what a cool dude um what a cool dude matt Barron is too and uh thanks for listening we got one more segment coming up but first here is another bob classic covered by skilo yes skilo i wish i was a little bit taller here it is And what the predicate says, he does. See, Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. See, Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton walks, Mr. Morton talks, Mr. Morton reads, Mr. Morton loves. Mr. Morton walked down the street. Yeah, Mr. Morton walked. And Mr. Morton talked to his favorite cat. Yeah, Mr. Morton talked. What's up, cat? And Mr. Morton was a lonely man. Yeah, Mr. Morton was. And Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. See, Mr. Morton knew just one girl. Yeah, Mr. Morton knew. And Mr. Morton grew flowers with pearl. Yeah, Mr. Morton grew. And Mr. Morton was very shy. Yeah, Mr. Morton was. See, Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. 
Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence, and what the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence, and what the predicate says, he does. See, Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence, and what the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton walks, Mr. Morton talks, Mr. Morton reads, Mr. Morton loves. The subject is a noun, that's a person, place or thing, it's who or what the sentence is about. And then the predicate's a verb, that's an action word, that gets the subject like up and out. Mr. Morton wrote Pearl a poem. Say what? Yeah, Mr. Morton wrote. Pearl replied in the afternoon. How she replied? She replied by no. Mr. Morton was very nervous. Yeah, Mr. Morton was. And Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. The cat stretched, the sun beat down. A neighbor had chased his kid. And each sentence is completed, but only when you know exactly what the subject did. See, Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. And Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton walks, Mr. Morton talks, Mr. Morton reads, Mr. Morton loves. Morton is the subject of my sentence. What the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. See, Mr. Morton knocked on her door. Yeah, Mr. Morton knocked. And Mr. Morton sat on her porch. Yeah, see, he sat and rocked. Mr. Morton was a nervous man. When she opened the door, he ran. And Mr. Morton climbed up the stairs. Yeah, Mr. Morton climbed again. Mr. Morton was a lonely man. Yeah, Mr. Morton was. Until Pearl showed up with a single rose. Who says women can't propose? See, Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton walks. Mr. Morton talks. Mr. Morton reads. Mr. Morton loves. Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. And what the predicate says, he does. Mr. Morton walks. Mr. Morton talks. Mr. Morton reads. Mr. Morton loves. Yeah.
give up But keep that chin up Cause you're gonna find You're gonna find Sometimes you might be alone But don't feel lonely Cause you're gonna find Miller of the Deedle Deedle Dees. I'm your guest host for Spare the Rock, Spoil the Child. We're coming to you from our flagship station, KUTX, uh, available online at KUTX.org. KUTX, of course, is based in beautiful Austin, Texas, Daniel's hometown. Spare the Rock is doing a special show this year, which is dedicated to the music of Daniel Johnston and Bob DeRoe. I'm gonna tell you about it. I've been promising this whole show that I was gonna tell you about it, and I'm finally gonna give you the details. Here's, here's what's happening. Saturday, March 19th, doors open at 11.30 a.m. Here's who you're gonna to get to see, because you're going. Andy Sprouts, John Langford, Kay McCarty and Speedy Motorcycle. I wanna to talk to you about her specifically in just a moment. Saul Paul, Strawberry Yops, Mm, I love Sao Paulo, by the way. Strawberry Yops and Parker Woodland. It's an amazing lineup. I wish I could be there to see it, but you will be there to see it. I can guarantee it. Kay McCarty. So she was a friend of Daniel Johnston's. Daniel Johnston passed, sadly. Um, but she made this great album of covers of his songs that came out in the early 90s, and I was totally obsessed with it. And it, she came on tour to Tallahassee, Florida, and came to this kind of small place. And I was there with some friends, and we were very excited when she got out to play. We were singing the words to every song, and she was looking at us like, I'm glad these guys are excited, but I'm wondering why they're so excited. And then we went up and talked to her after the show, and she realized, oh, you know, these guys are excited because they love Daniel Johnston, and because they've actually listened to my album like a thousand times, which I did. Um, her album of covers is just such a respectful interpretation of his music, and there's one song in particular that is so moving that I want you to experience yourself if you've never heard it before. Here it is, just, just give it a listen.
should, yeah Although tomorrow It don't look that good Well, it just goes to show Though people say we're an unlikely couple I'm seeing double of you almost too much for me. I can barely speak after listening to that. I love her interpretation of that song, a Daniel classic. One thing that's really wonderful about that album, it's called Dead Dog's Eyeball, if you've never heard it, is the way that she takes some of Daniel's exultations, some of his particular phrasings, and she imitates them, but she also does them in her own way. Her voice is so different, and her, you know, she's got this band, and the songs sound very different from Daniel's versions, but they're very much... They're, they, they're so aware of the originals. And for someone who knows the originals as well as I do, when I heard that album, I was like, oh, oh this is a Daniel fan. And to just to, to, to give his music that new breath and to give it like that new voice was just wonderful. Please check out Kay McCarty's album. Please go see her live on March 19th at Captain Quackenbush's. We gotta wrap up this show. I'm, I'm Lloyd H. Miller from the Deedle Deedle Dees. We only have a little bit more time. I'm gonna play you one more track. And I think it's the perfect track to wrap up this show, which has had a lot to wrap your mind around. I talked about Bob DeRoe, the guy who created the music for Schoolhouse Rock. And then I transitioned into the music of Daniel Johnston. I played a bunch of music sort of in the tradition of Bob DeRoe, people who are making educational music. And then I transitioned into Daniel. You know what we're going to end with? You know what I'm going to end with. I'm going to end with Daniel Johnston covering Bob DeRoe. Yes, it happened, and it's going to be the finale of the show. Here it is. Got home from camping last spring. Saw people, places, and things. We barely had a ride. Friends asked us to describe. 
the people, places, and every last thing. So we unpacked our adjectives. I unpacked frustrating first. Reached in and found the word worst. Then I picked soggy and next I picked foggy and then I was ready to tell them my tale. Cause I'd unpacked my adjectives. Adjectives are words you use to really describe things, handy words to carry around. Days are sunny or they're rainy, boys are dumb or else they're brainy. Adjectives can show you which way. Adjectives are often used to help us compare things, to say how thin, how fat, how short, how tall. Girls who are tall can get taller, boys who are small can get smaller. That one is the tallest and the other is the smallest of all. We hiked along without care, then we ran into a bear. He was a scary bear, he was a hairy bear, he beat a hasty retreat from his lair, and described him with adjectives. You can even make adjectives out of the other parts of speech. All you have to do is tack on an ending like ick or ish or airy. For example, this girl can grow up to be a beautiful woman, but still have a girlish face. Girl's a noun, but the ending ish makes it an adjective. Girlish, that describes the beautiful woman's face. Get it? Next time you go on a trip, remember this little tip. The minute you get back, they'll ask you this and that. You can't describe people in places and things. Simply unpack your adjectives. You can do it with adjectives. Tell them about it with adjectives. You can shout it with adjectives. Uh, <laughs> 